Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today we're turning all our Lego into gold. Gold, I tells ya! As always, if you want to check out the links to everything we're talking about today, head to BreakingDads.com. 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 Uh, you can also leave us comments there or find us on Twitter. I'm at StillSorting. And as always, please rate us on tie, iTunes. Tie, tie tunes, rate us <laughs> iTunes, on the websites. Just rate us somewhere. Rate us somewhere. Yes. Just go Back into a message napkin. board and go, golly gee, them all sorted boys is all right in my books. Tell your hairdresser. That's right. Uh, yeah. So what are we talking about this week? Well, James, uh, I have collected Lego and I have constructed Lego and displayed Lego and I've even played with Lego. What? But apparently I've been doing it all wrong. Ah. See, what I should be doing is just buying Lego Mm -hmm. and then keeping it sealed in the original box and storing it in a climate controlled room (laughs) until I sell it for several times the retail value. In a vault guarded by little, whatever. Gnomes. Gringots. What was that? What were those people? They were, were, of course, goblins. Goblins. The Gringotts goblins. There we go. Yes. I read Harry Potter. Yes. Uh, Yeah, this is the world of Lego investing, not the... The goblins. Yeah, That's the world the of Harry Potter. <laughs> and if you're in that world, you would have already gotten your letter by now. So I apologize if you haven't. Uh, yeah. Yes. So I guess the question is, why should people consider investing in Lego? They should not. Unless you're talking about Lego, the corporation. Uh, well, which you can't because they're not a public. Exactly. Yeah. So. So. Uh, yeah. People but are buying up Lego. People are uh, because according to the London Telegraph, oh, no. um, on average, Lego sets have increased in value 12% each year compounded uh, since the turn of the millennium. Wow. Yeah. If you compare that to the Financial Times Stock Exchange 100 Index, which is like the good British index. Yes. Perhaps. Yes. Okay. Uh, it has only averaged an annual return of just 4.1% over the same period. Hmm. So you are, what's that, three times better plus compounded that's, over that period of time if you'd had just bought Lego instead? That's bananas. That is bananas. Um, yeah, and we're at the market so hot for Lego right now that sets that were discontinued earlier this year are already selling uh, on the secondary market for about 36% more than their retail price. That doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, yeah, um, I just that hurts. That hurts so much. It does. Who who is sitting there? The fat cat in their you know lovely I don't know, velvet robe with their white cat with their mountains of Lego. See the the New York Times or the uh, sorry the London Telegraph and USA Today both did articles on people that are sitting there. Okay, and do have climate controlled rooms and have thousands of lego sets that they're sitting on to resell and are look going look at us we're doing better than any stock market we're the best okay but for the most part i do think it's just people who bought an extra set Uh, when they bought it or or are just dabbling in the market um right now right Uh, but every time a major newspaper writes an article about people doing this you do get more people yes so or, sales figures. Or thinks if I take $10,000, I can turn that into, you know, what, $22,000 pretty quickly. So is there a case of uh, the actual sales figures that are, you know, the Lego's popularity? How much of that is inflated, I wonder, by people hoarding? 
Yeah, I don't. I I still. I imagine it's a small percent. At the end of the day, more Lego is bought by children or for children than any other market. So they're going to be ruling it. Or savvy small stock market yes. investor types, little little seven year olds with ties. Yeah, or parents who buy a set for little Billy and then they they show it to him, but they can't let him touch it because Billy. This set is not for you to play this with. Your college education. This is your college education right here. We're gonna put this in the attic, and everything's gonna be fine. Um, it's a it, it, if you are considering investing in Lego, it's a good time for you. There's uh, there's lots of resources out there. There's sites like uh, BrickInvesting.com and BrickPicker.com. BrickPicker. Yeah, uh, and they're basically set up to show you the current secondary price on uh, your Lego sets or any Lego sets, um, as well as the price trends, how they go up and down. Uh, brick picker is awesome because there's actually like a ticker that goes across that oh, with the arrows that tells you up and down what sets are. Um, so it's a good way to take a look and see how rich you are in Lego. <laughs> Lego rich. Lego rich. Yeah. Oh, gee, honey, I'd, I'd like to buy you that new car, but my money's not liquid right now. It's, <laughs> it's brickified. I'm out of Dogecoin, but wait yes. till I cash my Lego in. Wait till they start taking Lego on the, uh, on the, the websites. Then yes. we can really buy some stuff. <laughs> Amazon.com. I buy Lego from you, but can't I turn around and immediately sell it for oh. stuff? Um, yeah, so, and really, uh, some sets have made some amazing gains in the secondary market. Uh, if you look at set number 10179, the Ultimate Collector's Millennium Falcon, uh, in 2007, you could have picked it up from the Lego store or or any of the places that sold it for $499.99. What a steal. Yeah. And now, uh, if you were to sell it online, you could get over 4 k for it. Only if it's stolen. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. That is an amazing return on your $500. Who has 4 k to drop on that? People do. That's and that's the, that's the thing. I think if you we're looking to do Lego investing. Hmm. Don't buy thousands of the everyday sets, right. even the superhero stuff and other things that have appreciated well. Get the ones geared towards adults. I guess, yeah, where, I mean, if if it's going up to 4K, it says that there's market demand. Yep. So and, why not? And, and there wouldn't be market demand for those little onesie twosie city sets. There's going to be demand for the really cool, licensed, huge mega huge sets. sets. Yeah, the sets, because at the end of the day, for... An adult with disposable income, there are people out there that $4,000 and $500, there's no difference in their mind. Right. Right. And they will be motivated and they will buy that because it's awesome and they need it. Right. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. Um, another set uh, is another big one. Uh, set number 10189, the Taj Mahal. Hmm. Uh, in 2008, you could buy it for two ninety nine, and now it'll sell for over $3,000. Wow. Yeah. And it's a gorgeous set. Yeah. And again, not aimed at kids. There's no kid that's like, you know what I need is a, I need a replication of the Taj Mahal, but I want it to be several thousand pieces and cost me, you know, over $300 to it's begin gonna, with. It's going to fit into my whole UNESCO World Sites yes. Lego theme thing I'm going for. Yes. I find that uh, when I role play with my minifigs, yeah. it's nice if they can, you know, sightsee exactly. while they're doing exactly. it. Um yeah, so again, that one makes sense. I get why that one's worth more. Yeah, uh, same thing with the modular buildings. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, if you buy a modular building, you will be able to sell it for more than you bought it for. Yeah. Because 
every day there's a new adult getting into Lego. They're going to get into the modular buildings at some point, and I can speak from experience. You want them all. The right. Lego only makes one a year as it is. It, then you're like, ah. Yeah. You're like, why couldn't I have started five years ago? Uh, I suppose the 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 kind of market they're aiming these sets at, there's already built-in scarcity in the sense that mm-hmm. Lego's not manufacturing the same quantity as they would a little minifigure thing. Yep. I mean, it's just they're they're not there's not a ton of them on the market in the first place exactly so yeah to, these ones do make sense for me that why mm-hmm. they would go up in price and even because uh, it's i mean when cafe corner came out in 2007 140 bucks which is a steal for what was in it in terms mm-hmm. of piece count uh to begin with uh, now if you wanted to buy it it'd be around 1100 bucks yeah um which again doesn't seem that unreasonable for the number of pieces and what's in it right um the uh it's a weird market because the modular buildings, there's a lot of adults that buy several of each modular building because they are great price per piece count hmm. um, already sets. Uh, and if you can build the modular building in the set, you can also have a lot of parts to build a lot of other modular buildings to fill out your little city layout yeah. as well, which for some people is not a little city layout no. at all. I'm just talking about my little city Bustling layout. Bustling metropolis. Uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, uh, I, I'm... I, it's hard enough for me to convince my wife <laughs> to spend the what is increasingly two hundred dollars Canadian on the modular buildings uh, to say to her, yeah, and then I'd like to buy three more, which I'm going to take apart and hopefully build something else with, or yeah. or we could just hold on to it and sell it in the future. That's not flying. So, no. oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I guess the uh, the other reason a lot of people are getting into uh, considering Lego investing is they think, hey, I know I can use the profits on selling my extra Lego sets to buy more Lego. And then it's a hobby that pays for itself. And then they never do that. Well, <laughs> people, I think, also underestimate the time yeah. it takes to, to sell stuff. Yeah, right. It's, true. And, uh, it's a pain and, in the butt. And, yeah, and as there's more and more people in it, Right. If you're trying to unload your stuff at the same time as someone else, exactly, prices are not going to so go you, up and up. You really have to be dedicated to doing this kind of a thing to actually engage the market properly yeah it's sort of like day trading right Mm. Um, day trading is a terrible idea for most people right and a great idea for a very small percentage of people Mm -hmm. um and even the ones that's the great idea for it can go terribly terribly bad yeah so uh i that's where how i see lego investing um now there's got to be reasons why you shouldn't right definitely uh well i think the first question you have to ask yourself is are you in are you into Lego for fun or for profit? Hmm. Because it's very hard to be in for both. Yeah. Because if you're trying to collect Lego at the same time, you're trying to invest in Lego to hold it, to sell it. Uh, you start getting mad that you opened this one box or bought too many of this you're other gonna thing. Hate the thing you love. Exactly. And then there's just the space, right? As your sets and your taken apart sets and your parts take up more and more of your house. And then you've got this extra space for these other sets that are literally just sitting there. It'd be hard to open anything. I think once you started selling sets, you'd just be like, oh, but yeah. if I open this, it's going to ruin its market value, and then I can't buy more or, sets. Or if and... you buy five of something and and keep one for yourself, hmm. and then five years later, those five sets go for five times what you paid for right, them. Right, exactly. You're going to be mad that you, you opened the one. Yeah. Right? So It's, it's, gonna, it's just going to ruin your hobby. Yeah, and I know a lot of people that I don't know. I've heard a lot of stories of people that have burned out 
right? Uh, because they're trying to turn it into a job as well as their hobby. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's sometimes you need a hobby that's a hobby, right? So like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and the other thing, I, I look at this, uh, the current state of Lego resales, and there's just no way this is not a bubble economy. Yeah. I mean, as a as someone who grew up in the 90s, yeah, it's I've, I've seen hockey cards and baseball cards. I've seen comics. Everything. And the Cabbage Patch Kids when I was younger. Uh, as soon everything had the word collectible, yeah, collector's edition. Beanie Babies. Uh, you know, and a lot of people, they point and they go, well, Beanie Babies, <laughs> They just came out and were a fad right away. Of course, it was a bubble. Lego's been out for 50 years. Well, baseball cards first started being made in the 1860s. It's only things that had, again, like uh, Magic the Gathering cards or things that had Mm built-in scarcity to them or Pokemon that could actually have any market value. But they did that with baseball. Things where you just made the exact same amount of stuff and it puked it on the market. Yeah. None of it's going to go up. But they did that with baseball as well, Hmm. where there was built-in scarcity. Right. They will make less of this card than that card, and it's going to make this card better. All of these bubble economies, every single one we talked about, the the Cabbage Patch Kids, the Beanie Babies, the baseball cards, comics, they all started out as something that was collected by kids for fun. And then we're picked up by adults for large profits. Yeah. Because kids don't look after their stuff. No, exactly. Right? <laughs> so the odds of a, uh, you know, a 10-year-old that got the, you know, Ultimate Collector's Millennium Falcon having all of the parts in 2010. Forget it. Yeah. Exactly. So. It's true. Th- the adults that got stuff them. in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So if it was around, it was scarce. Exactly. Whereas in the 90s, yeah, everybody bought everything and then everyone kept it. Yeah, but because, because they started making products for the collectors. Yeah. They started, everybody started keeping it. You, they started flooding the market with the market material. before it even happened. Yeah. Um, so baseball cards were around a lot longer than Lego. People love baseball cards as much as they love Lego yeah. in North America in particular. And yet it still happened to them. Yeah. Now that's not to say Lego is going to go away when the bubble bursts. You can still get baseball cards. Oh, exactly. Right. And the it's, other difference is. go back to being the hobby. Yeah. When baseball cards took off, there was a hundred different companies making baseball cards. Yeah. At the end of the day, there's going to be one privately <laughs> held company that makes Lego and that's all there is to it. Exactly. So if things, if things burst and they lose the collector's market and they lose some market share, uh, oh no, there'll only be a $600 million company instead of a billion dollar company. <laughs> I think they'll survive. Um, so that's a nice thing for Lego. Uh, the other thing we were just talking about, uh, Lego has grown from being a very limited supply that almost no one hoarded into uh, a lot of stock that more and more people are holding onto. Which is, yeah, that's, it's a good sign of their, their growth. Yeah, but uh, because of that growth, uh, you're going to have more investors and more investors come in. They're going to be holding onto more stuff, yeah. but there'll be more people holding onto more stuff. So... When uh, everyone tries to sell it at once, that's how bubbles burst. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, there's still more baseball cards sold on eBay than Lego sets. So it's not going to be a lot of people it would take to flood the market. No, Because exactly. it's still a relatively small portion. Yeah. Right? You know, we're talking if somebody uh, tomorrow, uh, 50 um, Ultimate Collectors Millennium Falcons went on the market, uh, they'd still sell for a lot of money relative to what they came out for. Yeah. But they're not going to be hitting 4K. No. Yeah. No, people will just wait and cherry pick the, or uh, yeah. snipe those bids. Exactly. At the last minute. And... Um, so, yeah. Um, part of all those people coming in, it reminds me of uh, a story which is often told, which probably means it's not factually true, but 
It sounds good, so I'll relay it to the listening audience here. Uh, in 1929, there was one investor who sold all of his stock right before the cl- the uh, stock market crash right. in 1929 uh, that led to the Depression. Uh, he did this because uh, when he was going to the office that day, he got a shoe shined, and the shoe shine boy was trying to give him a stock tip. And he figured uh, that if the shoe shine boy is trying to sell him on a stock, too many people think they know too much about this about investing, mm-hmm. and that there's too many people in the market right. at that point. Um, and I'm starting to see that with Lego as my non-Lego friends are coming up to me and they're going, yeah, Lego, I heard you can make a lot of money with Lego now. What are you doing with your life, Jeff? You should yeah. be up on this Lego thing. You got any of those expensive sets? You hold on to anything like that? Yeah. I'm thinking of buying. And yeah, there was this one father that, uh, you know, when we hung out after school with the other dads and the kids on the playground, he was talking about Lego and, hmm. oh, I heard this set's crazy expensive now. And, oh, do you think this set will become expensive? And Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's... Uh, it's an interesting field when there's a lot of outsiders that come into it. Yeah. That's generally the sign of a bubble. Uh, and the other, the other problem, if you're an investor right now, is that Lego has gone from a low of 404 sets in 205. So they released 404 sets for the entire year of 2005. Hmm. In 2014, they released 721 sets. Wow. So that's almost twice as many sets. And that's just the number of different sets they have in their, their selection. Uh, they've also increased their presence in Asia and have had increased sales in every territory. So they're producing more of more sets. Wow. It's going to get harder and harder to for uh, just someone to go out there and pick the winners and the losers out of that. Well, it sounds like a, what you said before kind of hit it a little bit is that it's going to be those big, expensive, less sought after. Initially, people are going to yep. be like, ooh, that's expensive. Yep, you just those will be the ones that people will be able to flip over, but the, the, the smaller, less expensive, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a total and yeah, the, shooting. Yeah. So any set that's aimed towards adults has a good chance of at least retaining its value. Right. At the, at the, the bare minimum. Yeah. Because Lego doesn't like they're, they're only going to set aside a certain amount of production for those sets and yeah. that's it. Right. They could make more um, of the old modular building sets and they would sell like crazy but they don't have the time or effort or energy or room in their facility to do that because but they're going to make the new one and it's going to sell just as well. Because alternatively, you could think that with the kids' sets, there might be fewer of them actually kept in mint condition. Mm-hmm. So they're in, if But you of 721 say, sets, yeah, what ones? are the 10 sets exactly. that are going to actually be worth keeping? Probably franchised or licensed yeah. product sets, yeah. I would guess. And if you, that's again a bit of a. But even then, I, I mean, guess, you know, if people are. They, they want. to be hot. Yeah, they want that DC set because it has this one minifigure in it. It's going to hold its value for five years. What happens if three years down the road, they have three sets that have that minifigure in it because all of a sudden that's the hot property out there. Yeah. Right? So it gets harder and harder to guess. So it's a question of will you lose your money? Probably not. But are you going to make a load? Probably not. Are you going to get the return on the stress and money you've put in? Yeah. Um, I would not for me. And there will be other no. people out there that say, look at the f- math and they go, yeah, it works for me. But do you want to sink all your Lego capital into that and then right. not be able to buy anything for fun? Yes. And, re- and again, resent your hobby. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think where my fear is. I don't want to stupid steel yeah. sealed sets staring at me in the face. Yeah. Uh, so I like to look, I go into my office and I'm surrounded by my Lego and I, I love it. And, and I just, I can't, I get sad when I see a toy in a box. So it sounds like you really, if one wanted to do this, you should have started a while ago. 
Yeah, that's, I'd say, if you started between 2005 and 2010 before LEGO really started to ramp up their production, you probably have some sets that are going to be worth money in the future. And as you go further in the future, they'll probably be worth more money. Um, Is is the market going to correct itself at some point? Yeah, but you'll still get more than you paid for it. Yeah. Um, Should you pin all the hopes of your child's college Mm -hmm. education on it? Uh, I'm pretty sure that there are... um, Storage lockers full of Beanie Babies that yes, suggest otherwise. Exactly. Uh, and really, at, at the end of the day, a set is only worth some, what someone's willing to pay for it as well. Yeah. Um, just because a set sold for $3,000 in the past does not mean that you're going to find a buyer at that price. Um, I know uh, when the, the hockey and baseball card boom really hit hard, hmm. uh, I was in grade 7, and uh, there was this kid, I made this trade, I got a Sergei Fedorov rookie card right. from Opeachy Premier, which was one of the first, hey, adults, buy these cards right. sets. Uh, and I, I went home, I'm like, Dad, this card's worth $40. And he said, no, it's not. You have to find someone willing to give you $40 for it, right. then it's worth $40. Yeah. Guess what? I never did. Yeah. I still have <laughs> that card. It's worth about 60 cents. That's funny. If I could find someone to give me 60 cents for it. Um, so really, you know, you look at, uh, and, and I mean, the sites are great. The brick picker and brick investing, what was it? Yeah. Brick investing.com. They're beautiful sites. Um, I do get a little saddened when they show the sites and they go, what, what are these sites sets worth? What is the most expensive set? And it really should be saying how much has this set sold for in the past? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's very misleading. If you look at the top 10 sites, uh, at the time of us doing this, uh, recording this episode on the Brick Picker site, one of them is set that has sold twice in four years. Right. The first time it sold for very little money. The second time it sold for like $10,000, which I'm assuming is more an eBay joke than an actual sale that has happened. Because <laughs> I would be, I looked at it, I'm like, how is it possible that this set is worth that much money? Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe somebody, somebody thought they were bidding in some other currency <laughs> than U.S. dollars. I have no idea. But it shouldn't be the number one set. It's only on there because of statistical anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. So it becomes, yeah, and it becomes kind of a uh, self-fulfilling. Like if something is deemed to be popular, mm-hmm. it's going to become more popular. Yeah. Because everyone's going to look at that thing and yep. think, oh, I now want that thing. Yes. Now, but now I'm going to pay four times its value. That being said, I love those sites. They're fun to look at. Right. It's fun to see how the sets have sold and how sets have appreciated over time. Lego markets is entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. That's sort of how I look at the stock market too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, right. Uh, really Lego. One of the things we've talked about before, what I love about it, it's Lego is whatever you want to make it mm-hmm. right. I like to build. I like to create. I like to collect. Uh, if you want to try and invest, I, I wish nothing but luck. Uh, I'm not sitting around waiting for any collapse to happen. If it never comes, that's fine. Uh, I'll just be sitting in my room playing with my Lego. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So if uh, if you're a successful Lego investor of old or thinking of dipping your toes into Lego market, uh, let us know in the com- uh, comments on the site or uh, hit Jeff up on Twitter. I'm at, I'm at still sorting. At still sorting. Uh, again, also, if you enjoy this, uh, rate us on iTunes or, or again on the napkin. Just leave it at a restaurant. Yes. Someone will find it. What's this thing? Make up some bumper stickers. Yeah, whatever it That's is. That's totally fine by us. <laughs> Until next time, I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Jeff.